0: Welcome, friends, to the My Friends Basement Studio Podcast. Podcast. Nice. I'm Maxim. I'm Connor, And this podcast is a
1: journal of our business. Actually, someone said that uh, at the events we went to, they really like the, uh, like, follow our failure.
0: Follow our failure. No, fail
1: with us. Fail Fail with with us. Fail with us. Come fail with us. Because it is, it's kind of yeah. it's a good hook. And it's really, you know, we're all failure is just uh, the, the the steps you take before success.
0: It's a good podcast tagline. It's a bad business tagline. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, well, that can stay on the recording. It cannot be on the t-shirts. I
1: mean, <laughs> it would be funny. Like, only comedians could really do that.
0: Yeah. Uh, but they people would have to know. If, yeah. if you were wearing a shirt that's like uh, my friend's basement podcast studio come fail with us to be like
1: I would ask that question. Yeah, I'd be like what is going no, on? No, we're not going to do that. But it is funny. They but they, it's in we went to the uh, events this week which we'll get into after what we've learned yeah. this week. Uh, but yeah, people liked it.
0: Nice. It's a good good I, idea. I don't know I feel like this podcast is like just for us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> potentially. But yeah.
0: It potentially. Yeah. But it's, um, it's good. I think it'll be interesting. Well, I think, I think when we get further down the, the line and we get more data points for like clients and bookings and stuff, we can really start putting some interesting stuff. But for now it's just a, uh, it's a little diary. How do we not trip ourselves with our own policies and structures?
1: <laughs> yeah. But I do think, you know, when you say it's just for us, I also think it's, it's not uh, like the other shows we have in here. They're all going after yeah. fans of comedy in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. We're, we're not. I, I don't even know if I told you this, but I did not put our show as a comedy show. I put it as a business show.
0: Yo, this is new territory for me. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but I think that's that's the thing of like I wrote out the the target audience on the board. It's like comedians or and podcasters, mm. uh, or well, it's comedians who want to podcast and make it part of their. Business, yeah, um, or use it to advance their career, and that is the business side of comedy, right? So it is more it is business. business. We're like we're not here cracking jokes. If someone yeah. were to listen to this and be like, "Where's the, the how's this comedy?" they would be correct.
0: Yeah, it's comedy cinematic universe, but it's not a comedy podcast. Sure, for sure. Yeah, it's sort of a documentary behind the scenes type deal.
1: Uh, do we want to jump into what we learned this week?
0: Yeah. Do you have one off the top of your head? You go in first.
1: I mean. I I mean, we talked about it a little bit before, and I think it's setting clear expectations, Mm -hmm. which uh, it was a point I think we made in the first episode. And this
0: is not managing managing expectations. This is a different... This is
1: learning from the business (laughs) side. Maybe that's what we call it. Learning from the business side, Mm -hmm. but really transparent communication. I think we are learning about certain policies and certain promotions that we have outlined. I know mm-hmm. you also want to touch on this. I feel like it's perfectly fine to both kind of bring up the same thing. But I think yeah. my big thing, though, is I am i don't like conflict. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to please everybody. But in business, you need to embrace some of the conflicts that come up, even yeah. if you're not the one causing them. Mm-hmm. Um, and you need to be really straightforward. Yeah. Um, there, There's an art to it. I feel like
0: also I've been leaving a lot of conflicts to you so you can practice. Mm.
1: I'm getting better. <laughs> You're getting, I'm getting better. better. I asked my roommates to start washing some more dishes. Whoa. Whoa. It went really well. Nice. I was like, my <laughs> <laughs> well, roommates asked after, like, how is it for you? And I was like, it, honestly, it feels like a moral victory. <laughs> like, it was a big personal wow. <laughs> win. Not the fact that, like, yeah. I've, I have great roommates. We all get along really, really well. But it's like the fact that I could say it. What was on my mind? Holy crap. Six months ago, probably wouldn't have said anything. Awesome. Hell um, yeah. Good so developments. It is, yeah, it's been good. But it is, even talking with the people that we met this weekend, mm. uh, and especially the people that I met on Sunday, they're all about like, and the other small business owners, they're all about like, I'm going to tell people, no, like, I don't mind doing that. Like, I need what's right for my business more right. than I need to please people. Yeah. And they're not doing it in an aggressive way. Yeah. But they're doing it in a way of, like, this is what's best for all of us. Um, I met a podcaster, uh, a person who also, like, helps with clients creating podcasts. And mm. be, they'll straight up be like, I don't think you're, you know, you're going to take this as seriously as you should. And so maybe I'm not the right fit for you. And that's like a, that is not what our business models about, but I also get it. I think some yeah. of the things that we're starting to go through, I'm like, I get it. Like yeah. we want the people who really want to be with us mm-hmm. and um who really want to like respect and utilize this space.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think uh that's my le- like part of my lessons learned with that is also like business boundaries and boundaries Ooh. with clients. Like you're right, the the people pleasing thing is like I guess one thing when we kind of first started the studio I envisioned that we would have a lot of clients that would just be rapid fire in and out and be less like personally invested in yeah versus what we have now is we have like okay we have you know 12 clients that we're actually very invested in like in a way like we're yeah. it feels like it feels like we're we're tending to a tree like a like a apple orchard or something that like is small instead of like we need more land to have more trees it's like what if we just take care of the trees we really have
1: yeah and i think we've we've begun discussions about changing up uh some of the business strategy yeah. we haven't really outlined it yet i'm sure once we get to that point mm-hmm. we'll probably outline it a bit more because we will also need to outline it for our clients yeah I, and i also think we should call them hosts rather than clients a little less yeah our i was hosts, just i was thinking flock. about that <laughs> <laughs> because clients is more like business, and we're all like, it is more personal. Yeah, it's within. we're we're half
0: we're half in between. I think I mentioned Samantha Prosser's comments last week on this podcast. Yeah. but like find we're like she appreciate that we're the perfect middle ground of people you're friends with and people you can pay, which yeah. is like great that's what i want
1: but i guess too, both of our points is a little bit of like what is that boundary and i think it bleeds into comedy too like what is that boundary between like business partner and friend or like you know if you were on a show and someone's like hey i'm gonna pay you this money yeah but you're like this is also my buddy and they didn't pay like it's a there's a lot of blurred lines Mm -hmm. and i think that is bleeding over but it's also like you still want you want to be friends with people that treat you really well yeah um yeah. And I think you want hosts that treat the business really well. Yeah. And I, I don't think they for me and just like a personal level, that's something I'm learning a lot mm-hmm. um over the last six months, even since I started yeah. like, you know, the the whole comment about not being able to confront do do that confrontation six months mm-hmm. ago. Um so it's really interesting to learn, and I think uh that's something that'll continue to happen. Um I think for any small business of vouching for yourself Mm -hmm. is, is like the first battle to be like, Oh, what is my rate? What, what am I allowed to ask people? What is my value? Yeah. Oh God. Just, I had an existential crisis. I was like, (laughs) how do I value myself? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah. Uh. The valuing, I think also like, you know, I'll save that one for later, but my small other lessons learned is, um, you got a business, get business cards. Uh,
1: yeah <laughs> yeah. To be honest, yeah. I got this stack right here yeah. from the people we uh, it, the people we met
0: and you're like out there you're handing out business cards and I'm sitting there like just hit him up I don't know hit him up I mean, <laughs> we'll be in the same place
1: <laughs> to be honest though it's even better if someone's like hey I'm going to put my number in your phone because then it's like because yeah. there's always like the yeah like we're friendly we're trading business cards which I really like and you never know when you're going to need it but there's also another level of meeting someone they're like we're going to stay in touch.
0: I I struggle with that level of meeting people. I sort of, I feel like I meet people and I want to passively incorporate them into my pool of resources. I'm not like, I don't foster like very active new relationships with people. Like mm-hmm. it's kind of, I don't know. It's the comedy thing where it's like, I go to a mic, there's someone there. They have some funny jokes like, Oh, I like them. Then like next time they come, then like maybe we talk and then just over time you build a natural relationship. Yeah. So I'm like with business networking, I'm almost like had me on Instagram. But it was, it was funny because this, this is an anecdote from a good friend, Caleb Clark, is he said uh, he went on a I think he went on a date with some girl. Yeah. And at the end of it, he was like, "Yo, so like, can we add each other on Instagram? And she was like, no, <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a date or something else. But it's funny because comedians in New York City, Instagram is a networking tool. It's yeah. the thing that you would rather communicate with and add someone with over their phone number. And for regular people, Instagram is a much more personal, like, thing. And it's it's different, so. But I don't know.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't even really use my personal Instagram that much. I, I have. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have that many followers, but I have over 1,000 followers on my own personal mm-hmm. one. Um, and the studio has three. We're over 330 now, which is cool considering uh, we're not that active. Yeah. But. Um, we reach more people through the business one than I do on my own personal one. Absolutely, uh, when I when we post, not with the reels and stuff like stories and two people sharing, but it is a business tool. In my head.
0: right, it it totally is, and like for me, I'm like, I don't know, I could get better about uh, truly networking. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to change my LinkedIn yet, though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's like, I want to, I need to get cards. I, I do need to get that's that's the moral of the we'll story it's a, like I need a quick we'll get way some for the studio I need a quick way to get in touch with people and I should probably just have cards that literally have my link tree on them because you go to my link tree it's like everything that I do all my projects are there so it's yeah. really long which is not good to look at but <laughs> if you go in there and you scroll you'll find what you're looking for <laughs> um, I need a website another day <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> do you want to jump into what we learned
0: Yeah, I guess okay. So outline of what the weekend, what we did. Um, Connor got uh, found a two networking events for podcasters, and the first one
1: was called Uh, the Gotham Studio Podcaster Happy Hour. I I think that's. I don't know if that was the official name, but it was a happy hour at Gotham, and then Squadcast was the co sponsor of the event.
0: Yeah, so we went to that. We got drunk for free. That was sweet. (laughs) It was great.
1: They had a lot of beer. I probably had like four or five beers. I I had four beers.
0: I had three. I'm like, I'm a bit of a lightweight though. And let me tell you though, when I got home, I was so happy to just sit on the couch. There was so much standing.
1: Yes. Okay. So we're at the event. We're one of the first, we're in the first crew that shows up. Yeah. And we're not, I'm not a traditionally early person. So uh, what was your first impression uh, as people were entering the first uh, couple conversations?
0: Okay, first couple conversations. I think I always shat on networking events until I went to this one. This one like, was
1: it was fun. I'm not going to lie. Yeah.
0: It was good. It was like I think one of the things that feels different, right, is when you go to a networking for your job. Like they make you go to a networking event. Yeah. You're an employee. You're like I don't need to make connections unless I'm looking for a new job basically. But yeah. this felt like this felt like a networking event for people who it almost felt more like a hobby networking event. Yeah. Like, but these people are professionals, they make money off these things. So it was kind of like everyone's kind of in a light, lighthearted mood. Like, oh, what do you do? Like, what what is your role in podcasting? What's your background? All this. Um, initially, when there was very few people there, I was like classic blunder of showing up early on my part. But
1: yeah, I grabbed
0: a white claw pretty quick. I was like, I'm gonna drink and I'm gonna it'll be chill.
1: It filled up pretty quick, and I also felt like I'm not good at interjecting in the middle of other people's conversations because it was a small group when we first got there. Yeah. It was natural, like, oh, who are you? Yeah, uh, yeah. There was no other option but but to talk with us. Yeah. Um I think so we were at another studio and we befriended someone who was at the studio, mm-hmm. a Dominique. Super nice mm-hmm. towards the end uh of the night. But at the beginning, uh a lot of people were like, Your studio isn't isn't this like conflict of interest yeah being at another studio I didn't even think about that (laughs) to be honest no way I'm like yeah because
0: also we're in like we explained to lots of people is that the comedy world is not nearly as competitive as people would think it is and also especially in New York City
1: we're also a different price point right which (laughs) which, a couple (laughs)
0: orders of magnitude yeah it's like like
1: an engineer which we provide on every um Every recording mm. is more uh, costs more at some studios than uh, a full recording in ours. Yeah, which makes sense. But it's also their audience are people that can afford that. And I, uh, you know, what I said to them was like, uh, when people ask those questions, like the people that can afford to come to these places should go there. Yeah, like if they're really in that position, because there there's a lot of great resources out, mm-hmm. out there. We are filling a, a gap in the market.
0: Yeah. So, like, I I guess that was a cool thing. I I told you this on the way is like I told I told, texted Connor. I was like, uh, dress nice because I think there's going to be grownups. (laughs) But also on the way I told you, I was like, I think to keep in mind is like in our world. We are so oversaturated with comedy podcasts and content. Yeah, that it feels like, oh, we're going to go there and it's going to be a thousand other people with comedy podcasts. But in reality, the truth is, is that it's probably going to be professional podcasters. And like we, we like, we might not, we might be a little out of place, but we have something special that these people don't have.
1: I really think we were unique, very unique in that first event. The other piece that you said, there's a lot of grownups there. It was mostly people our age. Yeah. I
0: was surprised by that. too. I was
1: very surprised by that. And I'll, we're not going to jump into the next one yet, but, The next one was not the same demographic. Whoa. It was the demographic you might have guessed.
0: Damn. Okay. Um, Yeah, because when we got there, it was like, I was surprised. It was like, okay, this is like, this is like probably average 25 to 35 age range at the first event.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Kind of
0: weighted more on the late 20s phase. Yeah. But yeah, most people we, we talked to were like, their podcasts are like news or narrative, like fiction podcasts or true crime. So like, what by our like definitions we would consider like heavily edited podcasts, right? Yeah. With like clips, interviews, narration, cuts, music, people like, at multiple scripts. roles. Yeah, someone who
1: is just scripting, someone who is just producing, someone who is just editing. Yeah, which is not the world we're in.
0: Not the world we're in at all. Which is uh, do it all yourself. Yeah.
1: Well, that's what other comedians do as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, and it, it's kind of fun to see that. I guess one well, one thing I really liked about the event. Is it was like I, I told you last week, it's like I'm ready to find out the things that I don't know that I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I don't, someone asked me last night, they're like, oh, did you, th- do you think you made like valuable like connections from this networking thing? And I was like, I don't know if I made necessarily valuable connections, but I had a really good, it was a very good perspective shift. Like yeah. how high the food chain goes up, the type of money people are making, the type of, the way that they're making it, what types of podcasts they have how you can just have a job working on another person's podcast and you are not on the podcast. And
1: it's like a full time. Yeah. Benefits maybe type of job.
0: People are like, literally like, I don't want to have my own podcast. I just want to produce them. I'm like, are you fucking crazy? (laughs) (laughs) What is wrong with you?
1: (laughs) You're not growing your audience. Yeah.
0: yeah. (laughs) So that was, that was the big one for me. And like one of the other, one of the podcasters we met, uh, we, I mean my rule on podcasts is I name drop if I have something nice to say
1: for sure cool yeah.
0: cool rule okay yeah. so we met we met uh, a man named Jack and he has a podcast called CFO Thought Leader yeah which is such a different w- universe of podcasts, but actually pretty simul- similar to what I do on Don't Quit Your Day Job but what he the whole show is is he interviews CFOs remotely twice a week yeah. and he publishes their interviews on LinkedIn And he's been a full-time podcaster for like seven years because he was explaining to us that his sponsor, he got sponsors early because the demographic of people who are listening to CFO-focused podcasts, (laughs) it's a wealthy demographic. So even if your listener pool is not huge, it's a listener pool with a lot of resources. So it's kind of this like... We was talking about like this is like a weird like magical blend of things that I would
1: never have thought to put together, you know? It's also an example of knowing your niche. Right. And then really making use of it. Mm-hmm. And that is kind of a, a, a thing we talked about last time. We've been talking about it in general. I'm sure we'll maybe just do an episode on niching down. But the, um, yeah, it was I a, a lot of the podcasts that we had met, have like a very specific theme.
0: very specific
1: i will also echo though i feel like that event was not like oh i met someone who i can learn from a right. mentor type of situation it was very social like mm-hmm. and, and for me i feel very awkward being like I, i'm not the put a business card in your hand contact me follow me on instagram right now I'm there to meet people like the people I I hope and maybe maybe I'm naive and maybe this will change with time, but I'm hoping that, you know, you show up in those places and you make genuine with connections with people. Yeah, you will find the people that that are going to stick around or if you have a really specific question at the time, you'll ask more and you if they have a common interest. That common interest will come out and you'll forge a connection. Right. But if you're just there, like trying to butt in and like make sure everyone knows your name, that's not me. I don't think that's you. And that was just, I think we just went, we drank, we had a good time. (laughs) Once we got two
0: drinks in, I was like, all right, let's talk. (laughs) Let's talk podcasting.
1: It was, there were really cool people there Mm. and it was just a good hangout. And I think that's the type of thing we've done one community event. Mm -hmm. It'd be sweet to ever, to one day have a space. That yeah. is like that. And just we're just there. We're supplying free beer, free drinks, free food. Come and hang out, talk to other people. It, it was for the goal of the event, which is probably just hanging out and showcasing the space, it did really well.
0: Oh yeah. It was I mean, it it was great. It was a lot of fun. And uh I one day too, with our personal studio events, I'm like I almost want to just be like, okay, next event, put it on like an email list or something yeah. to get like 'Cause I mean, our last one was like comedians, we know. They're all great. It was fun. But I'm yeah. like, we could also expand like the the circle of people who are coming to hang. I don't know. But yeah, I'm like very like, okay, I'm gonna go there. We're gonna tell people what our deal is, we're gonna see their reactions, we're gonna learn about what their deal is and kind of feel it out. Maybe we'll get some inspiration or something. Ended up making like having a few good conversations. I'd rather have like in the two and a half hours, I'd rather have like three or four really great conversations than just like meet every single person, you know? So,
1: yeah. And I, there was one person, um, they took our information. I didn't take theirs. Yeah. Which, business tip right here. Uh, always get their information. <laughs> yeah. But also I'm like in that type of setting, I'm like, I'm gonna ask it, and if they're not saying yes, I'm not gonna force it. Right, because it's just not the not the mood. Yeah.
0: Um. I also met. There was one other comedian there who yes. I hadn't met before, they, but
1: they followed us. I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. I uh, I, I bumped in. I was basically like, he, he uh, What's he was looking you? for
1: a podcast
0: or something. His name's Brian, and he came over, and I was talking about a thing. He's like, "Oh, I'm a comedian too," and I was like, "Oh, yeah. Where yeah. where are you at?" He's like, "I live in Hell's Kitchen." So it was like a. It's like, oh, that's why we haven't like overlapped yet. But we just talked about mics and stuff, and he was actually there because he works for these types of things, is like in like voice acting management or whatever. Very cool. I'm like outing him too much about <laughs> too much personal. he was really nice. He was really nice, and I like I was just like, okay, well, uh, I'm gonna be real. Like, like it was really good meeting you, but like, let's because we're comics. We're gonna yeah, cross paths again, you know.
1: I, I think the takeaway from that event was like, and my takeaway in general is like, I'm not. We have a really good thing going with natural word of mouth right now. Right. Our issue is not getting clients in here. We're almost at a point where we need to figure out some things about uh, streamlining management yeah. of clients. And so it's more important that people know we exist yeah. and that we keep up the word of mouth versus like, I'm going here to sign three clients tonight. Yeah. Um. And who knows? Maybe those people that did express interest will reach out and it's one of those things where like you put it out into the universe, maybe in some time. You know, when they're ready yeah. to launch a podcast, they'll come through. But um, I mean,
0: we left this event. I was like, we should go to one of these a month. Yeah. Like figure out something to do because the I the overall mood was I walked away from that night being like there is so much possible with this. Like we just need to keep an influx of new, fresh ideas, basically. Yeah. And I think that's the key is like if we keep going to these types of events, we're gonna find the puzzle pieces we need. Over time to be like, okay, this is how we should be doing it, or like, here's how we should attack this, you know? Yeah. So,
1: takeaway: networking events, good,
0: good, also good for free drinks, very good. Yeah, very good. All right. Uh, okay, so you went to one on yesterday? Yeah, it was well. a
1: convention. Let me let me make sure. I always want to make sure I get these things right. I uh, uh, we went to, or I went to. The PodFest Meetup tour. PodFest is a thing that happens once a year, usually in person. The last time was in Orlando. It seemed mm-hmm. really cool. Hopefully, we'll get there one day. Um, and then it was also the NYC Podcasters second annual mini-con. It was And real- those
0: were overlapped in yeah, one Yeah, so event. basically, <laughs> NYC
1: Podcasters is a thing. PodFest is a thing. They collaborated to put on this convention. Um, and it was... Two hours, basically, um, of speakers mm-hmm. with some breaks. And I, this is something I really uh, appreciate. Well, there's two things. There a lot of things I really appreciate. But one thing about running the conference, the, the convention they were really strict on their speakers' times. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, we're going to ring this bell. Like, they had a cowbell. They're like, if you hear that, it's time to wrap up. Because mm-hmm. they're like, we want to respect everyone's time. Because I feel like the downside of those types of things, you just have some long-winded people who are really just yeah. loving the stage time. And uh, no, they, they ran it really efficiently. Uh, they had good breaks, so time to kind of meet some people. And then afterwards, there was a gathering at uh, a bar. Mm-hmm. And not free drinks. <laughs> <laughs> free appetizers though. Oh, free appetizers. Yeah, they're good. And like <laughs> signing up for the NYC radio listserv. If you don't know what that is, check it out. Um go find it. I don't know exactly I can add you. So I guess if you email my friend's basement studio, I can try and add you. Um But the we got I got in tickets for free mm-hmm. because of the listserv. And there's a lot of good advice. I, I wrote down notes because I knew I wasn't gonna remember it all.
0: So was there like so these are advice from the speakers that you saw
1: advice from the speakers, but also there was a networking after. I want to get okay. into that. Cause that was, that was equally cool. Okay. Um, like I said, very different demographic. Older? I was like the, I would guess I was the third youngest person there. Wow. And there was people, I would guess the age of most people's like you could guess that they would have children. Um, so it was very, very different. Um, um, there's a lot of like really good speakers. Um one one thing that kept on coming up over and over again though was know your whys as a podcaster and as um like as a show. Okay. Know what your value is. Know why you are creating the show. Mm-hmm. Um know why it's worthwhile to keep going. Because yeah. Because if you don't identify those things you're not going to have a mission or a, a niche for your show and you're going to give up on it pretty easily right so it's a lot about like really understand those things because that was like when you're not getting the numbers if you're really passionate about it will keep you going right so i thought that was very cool um what is it the let me go through these business cards right here which i'm sure you can see if you're watching <laughs> online but Podfest, uh there's a guy named chris who's running there he gave me his business card he was they were very intentional um, actually a really fun thing was they only shouted out two people. And it might have just, they just chose the youngest people. Um, but at the top, they said, uh, they, they said our names. Mm-hmm. They said your name incorrectly. Maxime.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, that's uh, fine. That's but, uh, correct, actually.
1: Have I been saying it wrong the whole time? No, no, no.
0: It's not how I say it, but it's how literally everyone else on yeah. the planet says it. It's uh, how the Russians say it.
1: The So they gave us a, a shout out. And they they're literally like, they were just like, are you here? And I raised my hand. I thought they were going to do that for everyone throughout. It was just two. And we were one of them. Yeah. And they're like, tell us what your rates are. And I was like, oh. In God. front of everybody? In front of everyone. This is the first like 10 minutes. But it also, it was really cool. Because um, I did learn a lot about like where our rates are in general. So what,
0: what, what happened when you said that? They're just
1: like, all right, go up and talk to Connor. Because they had already started. So the okay. next thing was speakers. So, But it, it, okay. it, it allowed everyone to get to know me and what we were about very quickly. Whoa, and cool. that was, so like people were coming up to me and be like, hey, I want to talk to you about your studio in the little breaks they had. And that led to the networking event mm. being really fruitful because people were wow. like, I know who you are. And it was, again,
0: damn, I missed the good one. <laughs> it, was, it was
1: not a, this is for ev- <laughs> everyone's getting a shout out and we're all getting to know each other. Yeah. It was two people and we got one of them. And Chris, the guy who runs PodFest, I got to send him an email because we're recording on a different day. We're recording on a Monday. We usually record on a Thursday. He wanted to talk at the networking event. Um, Basically was like, we didn't get a chance to because I was talking to some other people. But he's like, if there's anything I can do to help your business, I want to. uh, Please email me so we can stay in touch. Very cool. It was really cool. Let's have
0: him on this podcast.
1: (laughs) He's based in Orlando. He was the one... Let's fly him out. (laughs) um, But he... There was a lot of that. And like Lee was the, the name of the other host okay. uh, associated with NYC Podcasters. And um, similarly, super helpful. Like I was, I was moving in the networking event after. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, you're leaving already? I was like, no, no, I'm just, I'm just going to the bathroom. Like making sure that um, we had a chance to talk to nice. everyone. So it was really cool.
0: What kind of, okay? What kind of comments do people have about our business thus far so
1: it was like
0: you're like hey re- re- repeat that so i can take a note
1: <laughs> <laughs> no no no. it was I'm, I'm pulling up names here i'm I'm s- searching through my phone because i we met I, I met so many people that were really helpful i think the thing that bled through was passion for the space right when like we have a clear mission that we're trying to stay at this price point so we can serve a community mm. and no one knocked that right i do think
0: they're like your rates are too low <laughs> no one said
1: that but they're like Uh, I met this guy named Corey. Okay. Um, He runs the Black Label Media LLC, Black Podcasters Association. He has done a similar thing with building a studio. Mm -hmm. Um, He's out in Queens. Really good guy. We talked at the networking event for a long time and basically was like, hey, I've been in your shoes. Let's hop on a call this week. uh, And if I can help you avoid one of the mistakes I've made, I've done a good job. He like, again, what? One of the people that put their numbers in my phone, hell yeah, is like, let's Shout talk. Out
0: Corey, thank you. Very excited to find out what he has to say.
1: Yeah, me too. Um, similar experiences. Yeah, price. No one, no one was like, don't, don't do that. No one's like, raise your price point. Yeah. No nice. one's like, you're undercutting. Which was the same thing at the first event. Yeah. Um, and I don't. I think the podcaster community seems very similar to the stand-up one. We're like, no one's trying to compete here. Mm-hmm. There's there's enough room for all of us. Yeah. Um, but it was interesting to see people who are like, maybe try a lower price point and like Mm. maybe run into the, some of the things that we may run into in terms of, um, you know, if you're at a lower price point, we might have a higher rotation of people. We might have people that are trying it out. And I think that's going to be okay. We're going to need to figure out what it looks like to have people trying it out to keep our mission. And then what does it look like to, for the people who are really in here, really trying to grow their show, can, what can we do to provide them more? Mm-hmm. So there's some balanced things, but there's a lot of like logistics. Uh, one of the things Corey said to me that was speaks speaks a lot to me, it was like pay the people you hire, your freelancers, their full rate. That goes yeah. such a far way. I mean, that's something we've always been yeah. thinking about, which is like, all right, we're on the right track. And every conversation I had was like, it was clear from the passion that I was talking with, um, mm-hmm. and just like genuinely trying to seek information from these people who have done it, that they um, they wanted to share and they wanted to help. Uh, I think it, I'm going to wrap up with the some of the tips that Chris from Podfest gave because there's one in yeah, there that yeah. you're really going to like specific things. Uh, but I also met uh, got all of the cards here. It's a little bit scattered. Um, uh, richard butler from Rageworks, the network mm-hmm. he's built a network um honestly i'm just shouting it out because he just had so much good advice like he had some he had some quotes just in conversation i was like i gotta write that down um uh was it if you I know, I know this one's from him um oh let me see oh wait by the river long enough, you'll see your enemy float by. That Mm -hmm. wasn't his, but he had said it, but he talked about that with podcasts. It's like, there's 10 people in your niche. It's a longevity game. Be there, always be consistent. Um, And if you keep on doing it, Mm -hmm. other people are going to drop out and you will be the person in that space. Yeah. And that is what we've talked about. Consistency. He also talks about like being genuine on the mic. Like, hey, it's not, you know, if you're trying to be consistent, not editing sneezes. Yeah. (laughs) No, but like, yeah. Um, like, you know, if you're not feeling it someday, your audience is also going to hear that. Right. Like, you're going to, so it's like, hey, maybe either address that or be like, hey, y'all, I don't want to leave you waiting, but like, today's just not my day. I'll be yeah. back next week. Um, Which was an interesting idea. He also brought up the idea of like guest hosts. You're not built for every role. Maybe you shouldn't. Maybe you're really good at hosting, and that's what you should do. And then you should hire a videographer and an editor. Maybe you're really good at being at speaking, but you're better off as the second mic rather than the host. Mm -hmm. Just like the different roles and being okay with embracing that. Right. Um. But he was he was incredibly helpful. Um. One other person I met who was it was really cool to meet him. Um. Wally Green he's a professional tennis player and he also owns spins in New York Oh yeah, Uh, and all of them. I met him. uh, He was like a special guest. I walked in halfway and they're like, we just had someone pop in uh, who's going to talk. He shared a story about ping pong diplomacy. And he also talked about social media, Mm -hmm. which is something that we uh, are trying to figure out. And he said something interesting. He said, your clips should be no longer than 10 to 15 seconds. That's fair. And I was like, that is such a relief. That is such a relief to hear because we're editing like over like a minute long clips. So if I'm thinking we're trying to, you know, get a lot of clips out, if I can make four clips that make one minute versus one clip that makes one minute, yeah. like I can produce more, which is kind right. of the goal in some of our strategy. The editing,
0: the editing some might need to be figured out a little more to get those clips like quick
1: but it's not even that so the other piece of it was we're not necessarily like either if it's really funny we we got to share that moment but it needs to be like every word is building to the punchline yeah not like a long setup or we cut it where we don't necessarily end it with um you know what the joke is if there's something building Mm. cut it before we reveal what it is because the purpose of using these clips to bring people in, exactly. So they're like, "Oh, I got to hear the answer to that." Yeah, yeah. They're going to go to the podcast. So it's very interesting. And then I had a chance at the end; it was kind of dwindling down while I was sitting down with a, another podcaster, and he was sitting next to me. He was like, "Hey, sorry, I just want to ask a quick question. Like, can you? Does it even for podcasts? You're, you, you think ten to fifteen seconds works?" And he goes, "Yeah, for sure." Um, and then he sat. We talked for like two hours. Mm-hmm. And it was, he went through his TikTok. He, he looked at our Instagram. Um, basically was going through and kind of like testing me on things that I see that are working and what aren't working, kind of went through how the different algorithms work. Yeah. It was incredibly cool because I was like, Oh, I, I said to him before we had the chance to speak after he spoke during the convention part, I just ran into him, I was like, hey, uh my business partner's fiance absolutely loves uh your bars yeah yeah uh he goes oh thanks so much i just go back to my seat Mm. i was like cool cool interaction i'm sure he's busy a lot of people are going to talk to him but he hung out the entire time (laughs) he and i were the last people at the networking part just talking we walked back to the subway together and he really gave me a lot of time and he he really wants to stay in touch nice and so it was like i honestly thought i was like oh we just did networking on friday I uh I'm a little burnt out. I'll probably be there. I want to go home and work on some stuff, but I stayed and everyone who I talked to had nothing but support, nothing but knowledge and insight yeah. and like really gave me the time of day. Not because I'm like, "Hey, come use our studio." Yeah. But it was literally like, "I'm trying to learn these things. You probably know what it is." Yeah. Um can you talk about it? And then as soon as you talk about something that someone else is passionate about, they light up. I mean, that was the thing with Wally when I talked with him about a TikTok. We talked for two hours because that's what he's really into right, right. now. So if you find those things and you enter those spaces, being like, I'm trying to learn, I'm trying to be really genuine, um, you're going to find other people's passions and you're going to get a lot of good information out of it.
0: Totally. Yeah. Um, that's great. Yeah. What are other specific things yeah, that yeah. came up?
1: So here are, here's, um, this was Chris's, um, he had 10 tips at the end. I'm going to clean these up for the visual purposes. They, they can barely see. Oh, them. they know though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's a place called podlottery.com where you have to give honest reviews to get honest reviews. So you have really have to listen to the episode, but that's how you can get more reviews. So podlottery.com. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I want to do all of them because you probably should go to pod fest to get all of them.
0: No, do all of them. Okay. Cause I need them.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm <laughs> going to share them with you. <laughs> do all of them right now. Uh, pod match. Uh, I forget what that was. It was a website. Um, pod match. Look it up. We'll put all the links to this stuff in the description as well. Um, but I think it, Oh, I think it's, um, matches you with like guests. Oh, okay. So you go on and apply and then you can like cross promote that way mm-hmm. too. um, the headliner.app disco podcast was a discovery tool. Um, Basically with this there's like a new website that can help you get discovered a little bit more. Mm. But he also said, make sure you're testing these things because sometimes they can be working really well and Mm -hmm. then they stop working well um, or vice versa. They're in beta and then they finally launch and they start doing well. I think disco app was on that beta and now they're doing well. Um, So headliner.app do promo swaps. one of the ways to do it is Tink Media. Uh, that's a good place to do some promo swaps, try and find some people. Um, Advertise cast. Let me see. I really should have. These are all like websites. Yeah, these are the first oh, couple of websites. I thought they were going to be like no, quotes and there's
0: narrative advice.
1: No, no, no. Yeah, that's what I was saying. It might not, might not all be great. Um, but this it's basically like paying for ad space. Yeah, yeah, On uh, on some stuff. This is the one that I knew you would like. Mm. He was going through his list. a good list. A lot of like concrete, not like stick with it. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He said, "Get stickers."
0: Hell yeah! Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, that's what I'm about. <laughs> yeah, I was like,
1: "All right, if you say it, I'm I'm on board." What I number mean, was
0: that? Number one.
1: No. <laughs> um no it was not. it was i think it was number seven there's one in there that i I remember i jumped over to but uh is
0: get stickers is like that's my game baby stick
1: around a lot of people at the thing afterwards are handing out stickers i do think in the case where you're trying to like make connections to help build a business business cards are the way to go but if you're promoting a show yeah hand them a sticker a random person a sticker makes a lot of sense uh this is a really good one it was. Uh, Spend $1 a day. So you have a really good guest on a phenomenal guest with a good fan base. Spend $1 a day on ad spend advertising that episode to their audience on social media. Whoa. Because they they already want to listen to that person. It's a low cost, $365. And then um maybe they're like, Oh, I really like this host. Let me check something else out. Cool. So that was interesting. I think that's going to come into play for us at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe even sooner than we think with some of the guests we've had on some shows. Um, There's another one we touched upon. It's uh, deliver your, the, the brand promise of your show. Mm. So uh, basically find your why stick with your, why. Yeah. but like if you're a show about meditation, make sure your meditation or whatever you're just talking about meditation is actually don't working. be a poser. Yeah, exactly.
0: Don't be a pod poser. Um, Posecaster.
1: And then they said, uh, "There's a Podfest Messenger. So Podfest is what Chris works for. People yeah. that put on the event. Basically, there's an app that that can promote uh, your show. Like mm-hmm. you can, I think it's a paid spot or something, and they'll uh, you can people on there can click tr- directly on your show. Uh, and then I think it was just also more community building." I'm going nice. to check these all out again. These are all phone notes as he's, uh, yeah. as he's saying it. So I'm trying to write them down and I'm sure we can clarify some. And if some are really working for us, we'll share some more.
0: Why did they not record the event as the podcast?
1: I think they <laughs> were recording it. Cause they did say to someone like, Hey, make sure you're using the microphone because we're recording this. Mm. But I, I don't know where that's going to live.
0: Yeah. But um, good stuff. Good stuff. To know. I feel like podcast resources that help, help you in any way connect to other podcasts or listeners are super valuable.
1: And it's also, there's so many random things out there. So basically yeah. we're, we're getting a vetted list right, of stuff that are like, Hey, this is working for us. We are people in this space. This is where we go versus us. We're probably going to click around for a couple hours. Yeah. Um. So it was really cool. The event was really run well. They really focused on community. They promoted us right away. And then afterwards they were like, I didn't get to meet everyone where I feel like we did meet mm. a little bit more people at the first place cuz yeah. there's just so many people bouncing around in larger groups. Yeah. I had some really good one-on-one conversations. Mm-hmm. And uh I had the extra ticket cuz you were here covering at the studio and I invited a few friends who were, like might have been interesting and it would have been so awkward if they showed up because they like <laughs> literally gave us a shout out and then I yeah. would have felt uh obligated to leave the networking event early. Right, right, right. So the big takeaway was like feel for me as a human was like, Mm. feel like you belong in that space, which I did the whole time. Yeah. Uh, And then also like showing up is probably the most important thing. Yeah. Because I literally was like, I I really was like, "Eh, I'm kind of tired. I know I have a lot of stuff coming up Mm. this week. Maybe, maybe I don't go, but I'm like, also I need to get out of the house because I'm not going to leave the rest of the week. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But literally the only thing was uh, the only difference between what I learned and what I didn't learn was showing up. Yeah. Like that was the only, the only barrier that I had to cross. And I'm very thankful I did. There was someone else there too, who was the person younger than me at the networking event, uh, just graduated college. And a lot of people were giving her kudos as well to be like, you are here. There's literally no one else who has just graduated college here. you yeah. are, Trying to find the right connections, seeking out the right advice. Like, good on wow. you.
0: I mean, it, I never, I never thought about these meetup things as like a a possibility to like do good for us because it's like, you know, podcasting is like, yeah, dude, I can record record a podcast and release it myself. Like, what do I, what is showing up besides releasing an episode every week? But it makes sense. Like, if you put your put yourself out there and make connections and in like it's weird because it's like an ambiguous space. I feel like the comedy scene is a tangible space where it's like, I'm going here to do this, to do this, to practice. I'm going to meet people and come back and I have friends and yeah. I have comedy now. But like, being like, oh, the podcasting and networking thing. It's like, oh, you know, I've got my podcast. It's going fine. Whatever. I don't need it. But it's like, oh no, when you show up, it's like, these are all valuable things. Like,
1: yeah, especially, especially you want the go new, to more. The new, as being the new people on the block, mm-hmm. like we're, A lot of people, I think, see themselves in us in some way. Yeah, And it is an online community, though. Podcasting is a digital medium. Um, And so when people, it's not as common for them probably to meet in physical spaces outside of like the studio with a co-host. So yeah, it was super cool. Um, Again, I kind of the same with you. I've been to networking stuff for jobs and like. Uh, unless you're going to hire me and it's going to be a better position, I don't have no interest. Yeah. Well, I think it speaks volumes to like pursuing knowledge and things you're passionate about because you can turn them into jobs. Um, and yeah, uh, incredibly valuable. I would continue going back to stuff like that, mm-hmm. especially because I think about how much you enjoy talking about things you enjoy. Right. That's right. literally what you're doing with other people who are just as passionate, mm-hmm. if not more passionate.
0: Yeah. Very cool. Did uh, you want to close out with some highlights? Yeah, just, I
1: just—I guess I have one more question for you. Yeah did did the events meet the expectation? Where in the expectations versus reality were these events? Uh,
0: I'd say exceed. Yeah, exceed for the first one. I mean, it's nice to go to a place where people are open to talking, and they're talking about something I'm interested in, and they actually are interested in what we have as well. Yeah. It doesn't feel like, oh, I'm going. I'm like going here, but. None of this none of this is really what I was looking for or people aren't interested in what I'm doing. It was like a good give and take with everything. So yeah. definitely exceed. I would definitely love to go to more, for sure. Because yeah. I this is stuff I don't stuff I don't give a shit about. Okay. Is yes. like his like business and marketing and like this like this like networking and corporatizing and strategizing. Like that's stuff I just don't care about. And it it's literally taken me. To get be doing podcasts for or comedy for four years, podcasting for like two and a half to be like, all right, <laughs> I'm interested. You know, yeah. It really, it really it took a long time to get here. But now I'm like, okay, now I actually want to hear all the all the things people have to say and people things people have to share because we can we have a thing that we can apply it to. Yeah. You know,
1: we're adding value. I will say too is very cute. It's not the right word, but I'll use it. You learn so much stuff like right away about the uh, different roles in podcasting. You're like, I had no idea. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you did. Like these
0: people are like, oh, they just this person is doing the interviews for the podcast, but they're not putting her on the podcast. Yeah. They're writing scripts. Yeah. I'm like what the fuck? You need? <laughs> <laughs> like you're writing questions for the interview. Uh, you don't interview as you go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> come on.
1: <laughs> uh, so. Yeah. I would say same exceeds. And I think the other piece that like helped is I especially the second one. The first one I knew we were going together like we're, yeah. we'll figure it out. But the second one I was just wondering like really, I don't know what I'm taking out of this. Like hopefully yeah. I'll learn some things obviously but it wasn't like I'm trying to learn X, Y, or Z. It was just like, oh, I I think that mindset helped me learn so much more than what yeah. I would have if I was like I'm just trying to figure out how to grow my show. Yeah.
0: Um, it feels like it feels like as I said mentioned earlier, it's like everyone has like a, a little puzzle piece. And I think if we get enough of those and we start fitting them together, we're going to figure out some stuff that like really works. And then we have a bigger puzzle piece.
1: And I will say, I think that's the last thing I'll say on it too, is like you've, you'll meet people who really champion your stuff who are in your space. Yeah. Excuse me. I, I, re- I really feel like um, there's some people that will play a significant role in how we continue to shape this, whether it's through one piece of information mm-hmm. or... Uh, continuous support right totally yeah so highlights from the week this was a week I mean those were kind of the highlights it
0: was all kind of a highlight but dude let me tell you what this weekend we went to the networking thing yeah uh, Saturday I did two back-to-back comedy shows and then oh, we went to two back-to-back birthday parties yeah and then yesterday I came here went home and then we went to a comedy show where it was like Everyone who had been at the two birthday parties was also there was hanging out the show and I could tell it was funny looking around yeah. was like all these comedians we love everyone is exhausted everyone is like I'm leaving right after this." yeah <laughs> so I had a overall I had a good weekend I felt like I definitely burnt the candle at both ends in terms of my social energy but highlight I think the highlight was just like getting exposed to things that I had no idea could be possible yeah Because what what is it like literally like before before these things, I thought, okay, to make it in podcasting, I need to get like 10,000 downloads an episode or listens an episode. And that's just the only way you're going to make it. Yeah, it's not true. There's like a lot of ways to make it. There's a lot of ways to define a niche. And I mean, I mentioned this to you before my before we recorded is I think my weekly Gundam podcast is on track to beat out. Don't quit your day job and listenership solely because it's a niche. It's yep. like, oh, I'm talking about this specific thing that I know like these 50,000, 100,000 people are really into. And like even if 5% of them tune in, that's a lot of listeners for me. So building the niche, it was uh, it's good learning. It's also nice. I will say this like this is just like personal learning, having different shows that are different things. Is very cool to like kind of I'm not racing them against each other, but it's like betting on a new horse. You're like, oh, I finally get to try something else. See how this yeah. does. You know, very cool.
1: Yeah. I will say like I think a general takeaway from the weekend too was like, yeah, yeah the niche thing. Yeah, the way it's niche. It, but it's also like if you're not, you're doing the general thing. You either need to be a celebrity or just the best at it need to be great like like the buddy <laughs> podcast that people know yeah it's because they know the celebrity in a lot of ways yeah. or they were just super funny or they were backed by a network yeah like that's that, that like become more ubiquitous or like these this is clearly a full-time job that you can or or a, a big piece of your um income right and so it just made me realize like, oh, if you're going to be a buddy podcast or do a comedy podcast, you're going to brand it as comedy. You just need to be funny all the time. Yeah. And I don't know if I'm that person. I'm not funny all the time. I think I'm turning more into a storyteller, <laughs> but I think there are ideas I can execute. We're becoming
0: squares. <laughs>
1: but it was one of those like, yeah, you really like, that is the find your why or the value proposition. If you're saying you're a comedy podcast, be be funny.
0: Yeah, dude, it's... that's the thing like literally even the first event I walked away from it and I literally was doubting even don't quit your day job as a format It's like everything I've learned like done for this show and it comes back to this is a very broad podcast and just because of the nature of it it's gonna be extra extra hard to bring people in but I'm like it's a project I love and I'm proud of so I'm gonna keep going.
1: Manage expectations. Manage
0: expectations exactly but just the little things just find the niche and just like Go after it because it's this guy's interviewing CFOs and making a living off of it. Who would have thought of that? Yeah, you know, that's crazy. it's like it's so smart and like other things. Like, okay, so now I'm just reviewing an anime every week, and I'm gonna be getting a, like a lot more listeners. I gotta do a thing I like, and I get to have listeners. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's it's all it's all growth stuff, but it's 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 also really exciting because like this weekend is a thing that like who would have thought that. Me and you in your bedroom with your mattress flipped up against the wall would be like, like with Mike, Mike stands on her laps, like yeah. recording small town radio, would once be at a place where people are like, oh, you guys are doing something really cool, you know, and have something that actually stands out from the pack. Yeah. Which is kind of fun. Like, I hope, I don't want to be another uh, burnout story for like, oh, there was a small studio who did that and they burned out. I want yeah. to, like, I want to make sure like we do this and we make it, you know?
1: yeah and i think the only way to do that is to help the people that come in here make it as well yeah um i'll say my highlight i'll do it quickly because i think we're yeah we're We're over over, a little bit over what we were hoping to do um we have well i guess we're waiting a little bit more we we have verbal agreements with someone who i met through a friend Mm -hmm. uh to come and record a podcast here and it was the first time I, i saw this friend this weekend and uh, he made the joke. He's like, man, you're always pitching. You're always pitching the space. And Like, it is, It's is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not actively like, hey, come do it. I, I'm getting a lot better at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just be like, the people that want it will find it. But I brought it up in conversation. And he's seen me progress from like, hey, come in. Like, I'll always just joke around with him. Like, oh, you got to do a podcast. Um, and then I met one of his friends. He said... Uh, That he was interested in the podcast and now it's like basically just waiting to put something on the calendar nice and i saw him again he's like you finally did it you finally got something (laughs) Uh, so it was really cool awesome yeah it's just one of those things though it's like businesses fundamentally um fill a fill a need or uh like reduce a pain and that is we're, we're filling a need like fundamentally as a business this is this is something yep. that people are seeking and that is probably the most important yep. thing to take away. It's like that wouldn't happen if we didn't have a studio that people were uh, or a space that people were seeking out. The word of mouth would never happen. Right. So we might need to still figure out the business model fully of mm. uh, a, for like a more robust studio, but we have fundamentally satisfied what it means to be a business.
0: Yeah, definitely. Good job. Good job.
1: That's, that's a little too far. We should move these closer. Nice. <laughs> I was just thinking for the chairs of oh. people high five in general. But um, yeah,
0: I, th- I mean, I'm excited to see where it goes. Yeah. It's, uh, it's going to be some work in progress. I'm excited to see what we're going to be talking about on the show in like six months.
1: Yeah. Do we have any things next week? Oh, Maybe man. We can talk about promotions a little bit more what we're trying to do. Yeah, or
0: let's, let's talk. We could talk about like strategizing promotions. I think also branding. Branding? potentially because the branding's yeah. If, it, will be... if the branding comes we can talk about that.
1: We'll, we, it's going to be something be more marketing or client related. Like business outward facing. I also think we should outward do... Outward facing business.
0: We should do a technical episode one of these days too. We should talk okay. about why, what we're using and why we're using it.
1: Uh, Let's do because the branding should be out. Yeah. Maybe we can talk with our graphic designer if he wants to share any knowledge or uh, and then after we'll do the... Technical. Or we'll just
0: review it without him
1: <laughs> look at this yeah
0: <laughs> look at this fucking logo look at this it, guy I'm, came um, up with
1: i'm very excited for it nice um,
0: yeah so we'll figure it out next week but uh where can people find you
1: they can find me at my friend's basement studio not even joking i'm on there more than my own uh social media really i only use my own social media to comment on uh the girl i'm seeing stories <laughs> uh, yeah so it, my friend's basement
0: student instagram
1: and then my friends basement at gmail.com i check that more than my check my personal email yeah. uh our website should we've been saying this but it should be launched
0: by the time this comes L- out
1: well definitely by the time this comes out but in the actual calendar world tomorrow yeah uh and then my personal i'm connor kaffee at connor underscore kaffee on venmo Let's try it out
0: nice <laughs> and guys you can follow me on instagram at asparagus and all of my projects are in my bio it's asparagus with guts at the end or you can come to my tuesday five thirty mic at the tiny cupboard you don't have to but you i should th- you should be on time too that'd be nice <laughs>
1: <laughs> subscribe to this if you've made it this far god bless you yeah subscribe to the youtube channel and then um Come check out, uh, connect with us for uh, rates and stuff for the studio. Mm -hmm. We'd love to give you a tour if uh, you're really passionate about podcasting. Yeah.
0: Come here, fight us, you know, argue, create problems. Don't do that.
1: (laughs) Don't do that. Oh God, I can't tell if they know, they can see how tired I am. I'm a little tired. They probably can tell.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in, uh, friends. If you didn't catch that, that's what we're calling the consumers of this podcast.
1: Yeah, you're you're consumers, but also our friends. (laughs) Yeah,
0: it's my friend's basement studio, so you're our friends. Um, But yeah, thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you all next week. Bye. Bye.